Hey, what's up, y'all? This is the Queen's Corner, and of course, I'm your host, Queen K. Now, up until this moment, I didn't realize it sounds like I'm saying, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> if you've seen Tiger King, you know what I'm talking about, but I might have to change that because now it just sounds too weird. I am not Carol Basket. But let's go ahead and jump into this episode. It should be a fun one, a light one. So let's jump into it. I'm going to hold this kingdom and palace together, you heard? you guys this is another day in quarantine another day of me talking to my plants another thing another day of me trying to find something to do i i i'm in a book club with my friends and um last night i told them that i started the pages so if they hear this listen hopefully by the time we actually meet for book club they will be done It was one of those things where it's just like at the beginning I said I have nothing to do. So then I start planning things and working on things. Now I have too many things to do. But I'm really just going with the flow with it, you guys. Some days I just rest all day. Some days if I have the energy to work on some stuff, I do. But I don't have any deadlines. I don't have any like it's just me time. Which is much needed. So... Everything will get done when it needs to get done. And, um, yeah. So let's get it started. Our affirmation today is real simple and cute. I trust myself. Okay? I trust myself. So as we're thinking about this affirmation, let's take our deep breaths. Breathe in. Breathe out. One, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. I trust myself. We've been going over self-healing. Today, we're going to be talking about soul versus ego. We have talked about all of these emotional, internal, and mental things. But part of that process is just telling ourselves, I trust myself during this process. I trust myself that I'm going to get through it. I trust myself that I'm making the right decisions. I trust myself that this was the right time to go through this process. I trust myself. So let's start on some hot topics. Okay, you know it's time for hot topics. Topics. Hot topics. Ooh, I cracked myself up. I should be a comedian. Anyway, so hot topics. Yesterday was the NFL draft, and listen, 
because it was quarantine, everybody was in the house. We saw somebody on the toilet. Somebody's girlfriend got snatched up by their mama. Some girl tried to t- uh, open the phone and the boyfriend took it back. It was a lot going on. It was a lot going on. But they need to have them at the house more. Like, we need to see more of the Because that was hilarious. Especially the mama. Like, they cut it off right at the part where the mama was finna go in on the boy. You could tell it on his face. The mama was finna go in. You got this you got this girl up in my house sitting on your lap trying to get some camera time. Because she actually tilted her head in so you could see her face. And, of course, the girl was of um, Caucasian descent. And the mom and the boy are of black descent african-american so that was an issue in itself because it's like this is my son's time why are you literally i only see 20 percent of him and 80 percent of you so the mom was like no i'm gonna snatch you up no get out which i understand that i get that mom so then the the girlfriend reaching for the phone she's saying that it was um the agent that she was just going to answer the facetime and everybody's like, nah, sis, it looked like he just didn't want you to get into the phone. And then people did further research and found out that she's, um, he's all over her page, but he's not on, she's not on his page. Hmm. Red flag, red flag. I'm not saying that you have to post your relationship, but I just, it always throws me off when I see one person always posting the person and one person not posting the person at all. So I always feel like they're doing dirt. After a lot of experience, you get to feel that way. Um, that's just me. That was just hilarious. It actually happened last night. Me and my friends, we had a lemonade watch party. It was, try- it was hell trying to get us all on Zoom. To watch it but it was really cool like my friend had discussion questions um basically just talking about the meaning of how much it, how it meant to us and different questions like that and it just really put me in a perspective of like where I was when Lemonade came out I was eight months pregnant working at Domino's delivering pizzas and I've just come really far really really far and um it's just beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see. All of us know that we're in quarantine. So I'm just confused on why our government officials feel like it's okay because I'm in Atlanta to open up Georgia and these businesses. I think it's next week. Next week. No, I'm staying home. I'm staying my behind home. At this point, I've decided that Keisha Lance Bottoms, that is a FAMU alumna, I am listening to her and her only. When she says it's okay to go outside, that's when I go outside. Another person too said, I think it was on Snoop's Instagram, he said, don't go outside until you see the um, golf course open the tanning salons open the um because it's they're opening up barbershops restaurants hairstylists like girl i'm so good on a um on a silk press right now but i know some people finna go outside two chain said he opened up his restaurants it's about to be a mess i just really hope everybody stays home because it's not over with we're still seeing a a big um a big deal 
going on. People are still dying from this disease. People are, there is, it hasn't been a cure yet. Um, some people are being quarantined, but it's, it's still going around. It's still going around. It's still here. And I just really hate when people in politics use their platform for their own personal reasons. It's purely financial why you want to um, continue to open. Because then that, you don't have to give us stimulus checks. You know, some people get to go back to work. But that's just crazy. Like, I don't understand. I can go on a, a whole rant about that one. But people are still on quarantine. They're going to continue to press charges on Yaya. I know I've talked about her. This is the last time I'm talking about her. Because, sis, you stabbed a girl. You stabbed a girl. There is a new show, though, on Netflix called Black as Fuck. Well, I'm sorry, Black AF. And um, I've been getting mixed reviews. I'm supposed to do I, I I said I might give it a try this weekend. But some people say they can't even last 15 minutes. Other people say that they're um, dropping some gems in the show. I, from the trailer, I said, what the hell is this? So that's why it's taking me so long to even look at it because from the trailer alone, I was like, what the hell is this? Because it people love to come up with like the cheesiness of black shows where it's just like they're trying too hard to push the agenda, I, I guess. It's just, it's really weird. You know, some, you know. Black people, you know, when you see something like, okay, that's what I'm getting from the show. That's how I can express it. And that's the only way I can express it into words when you're just like, okay, all right. But we'll see next week. That's what I'll do. I'll watch the show and then we'll review next week um, because I think these last three ones have been very on like self healing and finding the inner you so we might do a lighthearted one and just do reviews of my favorite shows um shows that to watch during quarantine yeah we'll do that one next episode so let's get ahead and get into the juice the meat of this episode and i hope you guys got a pen and paper because we have some notes to be taken care of all right you guys so let's go ahead and get into this episode by the title you know we're going to be talking about soul versus ego so first i'm going to read the definitions there we go so the definition of soul is the principle of life feeling thought and action in humans regarding as a distinct entity separate from the body and commonly held to be separable in the existence from the body the spiritual part of humans as distinct from the physical part another example the emotional part of human nature the seat of feelings or sentiments ego 
Kant's definition is the I or self of any person, a person as thinking, feeling, and willing and distinguishing itself from the selves of others and from objects of its thought. Another definition is self-esteem or self-image feelings. But basically, your soul is your authentic self. It's who you are when no one is watching, when you're by yourself, when you don't have to put on a front, your authentic self. And your ego is your fake self. That's the one that comes with a lot of pride. That's the one where it's like our ego is bruised. That's the one that you see, hear the sayings like you got egg on your face or something like that. And what we have to realize is you have to starve your ego in order to feed your soul. I'll say that again. You have to starve your ego in order to feed your soul. Another way of looking at it, your ego is your head when you're always in your head. That's your head voice. But your soul is your heart voice. So there's a little passage that I will read about the differences of ego and soul. So ego seeks to serve itself. Soul seeks to serve others. Ego seeks outward recognition. Soul seeks inner authenticity. Ego sees life as a competition. Soul sees life as a gift. Ego seeks to preserve self. Soul seeks to preserve others. Ego looks outward. Soul looks inward. Ego feels lack. Soul feels abundance. Ego is mortal. Soul is eternal. Ego is drawn to lust. Soul is drawn to love. Ego seeks wisdom. Soul is wisdom. Ego enjoys the prize. Soul enjoys the journey. Ego is cause to pain. Soul is cause of healing. Ego seeks to be filled. Soul is eternal wholeness. Ego is me. And soul is we. Some words that can be associated with ego are as follows. Anger. Me. Blame. Coldness. Pride. Jealousy. Hostility. Resentment. Stuck. Madness. Hostility. Materialism. Complain. Chaos. Self-importance. Intolerance. Separation. Victim. Denial. That's your head voice. That's your head voice. Words that are associated with soul, love, sympathy, unity, humble, friendliness, being, peace, gratefulness, understanding, now, present, wisdom. That's your heart voice. We have to start moving from our head, get out of our head, and we have to start moving from our hearts. And that means us being open. 
that that means sometimes us being open to hurt being open to that that pain so we can feel it so we so we won't be closed off to it we can push through it a lot of times we are stuck in this spot because we feel like if we move anywhere else we're going to get hurt but we have to understand this we could possibly get hurt but it could also be good as well and if we do get hurt we'll move from it we'll learn from it so some people say for example as an ego I am a victim of circumstance but your soul your higher self is telling you I create my own reality create our own reality you're not a victim to any circumstance you don't have to do anything you don't have to be what somebody wants you to be you don't have to be stuck in this place you create your own reality i remember talking to a young man we'll say a young man and he was telling me about what he's doing and he was like because i have to and i was like you don't have to do that you really don't have to do that he was like yeah but you don't have to do that there are so many other options, but we always look at the one, the closest one, the one that's going to make us money. Though I'm victim to the circumstance, just like the movie Uncorked. He thought it was, he was a victim to his circumstance of having to take over his family restaurant because his grandfather, his dad took over the restaurant for his grandfather. You don't have to do that because you create your own reality. You create your own path. You can do what pleases you, what feeds your soul. Use what you're passionate about and use what you are talented with to serve others. When you pour into things that you are passionate about and you that you love, people feel that. Which is encouraging them to find something that they're passionate about and that they love that can serve others. And then it becomes a ripple effect, but it all starts of not being, not listening to ego that says, I am a victim of circumstance, but saying that I create my own reality. When ego says, I live in scarcity, there is never enough. Your soul, your higher self is telling you, I live in abundance. There was always enough. That's just like, I will give an example of ego being you have you ordering something out. When soul is telling you 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 know you have food in the house. You know you have stuff. You have enough right now. You don't need to go out to give for more. You don't have to. You want to. You don't have to. So it's us looking at okay. I don't have to, but I want to. Acknowledging that, okay? When ego tells us I am alive temporarily, that is scary. So our higher self is telling us I am alive temporarily and that is awesome. When you think of it that way, I'm only here for a short time, so I have to live for me. I have to live for self. I have to live with my passion, for my love. I have to do what's best for me. No matter what anybody thinks, no matter what anybody says, people are not going to like it. And I don't care because I am living while I am here on this earth for this short time. 
I have to live for me and be okay with it. And when I'm being called to glory, I know that I live my best life. I live for me. I live for my happiness. So that's what we have to listen to when we're listening to our souls, when we're bearing our souls, that's who we truly are, our authentic self, our higher self. We are letting it show that I'm, I've been living for myself. I'm living for me. Another example is when ego says, I'm in competition with the world. Your soul, your higher self is saying, I'm in harmony with the world. I'm in harmony with myself. I'm in harmony in doing something that I'm passionate about, that I believe in because other people can feel it and that's serving others as well. I'm not in competition. You will never be me and I will never be you. We don't come from the same path. We don't come from the same people. I'm not even on in competition with my siblings. You know, we came from the same, we came from the same parents, but they're different people. They have different choices. They want to do different things. So when we talk about stolen ego, we're not saying that we're deleting ego altogether. We're saying that it can come along for the ride, but it just can't be in the driver's seat. It just can't be in the front. It just can't be what you lead with in life. So it can be in the passenger seat. You can speak to it with love. Sometimes where when you set your boundaries, that's when it calls for self. When it, when it comes to looking... Um, outward in a sense where it's got, always going to be there ego is never going anywhere but you can talk to it with love so that's what we're going to get into first we have to talk about is ego affecting your spirituality so it's just five questions that we're going to talk about the first one it says do you feel superior to others because you have a deeper understanding of the world In a sense of you believe one thing, you are passionate about this belief, and anybody that doesn't think on that deep level or doesn't think on that level, you feel like you're better than them. People oftentimes feel like they're better. Oh, well, I have this deeper understanding with God. My relationship with God is my relationship with God. Um, God is this my relationship with God is that like just constantly talking about my relationship just feeling like well you don't understand the relationship we each have a different relationship with God each of us have a different relationship because each is a, each of us have our own path each of us have our own purpose so each of us have a different connection and a deeper relationship with God But your ego is going to tell you that because you believe a certain way that you may be like on a level 10 with God while other people are on a level 5. And that's not the case at all. Everybody is equal. The second question, it says, do you feel frustrated by others when they don't see or understand your perspective? Now, I am. I have done this before where people are not understanding why I believe this way, but I understand people not going to understand it. 
people are not going to understand why I'm so interested in horoscopes and believe that um, the planets affect the, how we are. People are not going to understand that to this day. You can explain that left and right, up and down. If they don't understand, they don't understand it. But getting frustrated because you're constantly beating... You don't have to beat a dead horse when it comes to telling the person, well, I believe this, I believe this, I believe this, I believe this. Well, you should believe this. Why don't you believe this? Like, there's no there's no point in that. Everybody has their own purpose. Everybody understands different things. If um, maybe they'll come around, maybe they won't. It's not up for you to decide or get frustrated over do you judge people based on the low vibrational decisions they make? Now, that is something that I am also working on as well. Because you can see it. You can sense it sometimes. But basically, your ego is saying, mm, if only they were on where, am I, where am I, I'm at with my connection." where I'm at spiritually, my relationship with God, then they wouldn't be making these decisions. That's ego talking. That's ego hiding in your spirituality. Because that may be their trial for them, where they're working on themselves, but for you to judge them or look down on them or anything of that nature, because they haven't gone through the same things that you went through. That's crazy. That's stupid. The other question is, do you feel responsible for the happiness of others or try to change those around you? That's ego. And I have a problem with that too. I want to see everybody happy. And I feel like when you talk about things spiritually to different people, some things work for you. Some things are not going to work for others. I had to understand that the hard way. But um, some people understand, some people don't. That goes back to judging people. You can't judge people for what they believe in or in who they are. That's crazy. That's your ego talking. Last question is, do you doubt your path or purpose if something doesn't unfold the way that you thought it should? That's another thing that I have to work on as well. Because at times that I do, um... I doubt, like, if I am on the right path, but every fiber in my being, in my faith, me talking to God knows that I'm on my right path, but that's my ego talking about, well, is this even your purpose? Is this even your path? You know who you are. Your authentic self knows who you are. When you look inward, you know who you are. So doubting yourself, that's, that's your ego talking. That's your head voice. That's when you start getting in your head when things don't turn out to where they are. But we have to speak with our heart. I know this is my passion. This is something that I love and I'm passionate about. Especially with this journey that I'm on right now. It's going to be hard times. It's hard times where I'm just like, is this really me? Is this? And then I have to snap back out of it because no, this is something that I'm passionate about. This is something that I've prayed about. So I can't, I can't waver on how I feel. Or the things that I want because I know this is for me. It may be just a trial at the moment. But I know that this is meant for me. May not be right now. Maybe a year from now. I have to learn a lesson before I get there. So we have to not allow 
our ego to get in the way to where we are doubting our path and our purpose. So to wrap up this episode, I just want to point out some ego traps to look out for, especially when it comes with your spirituality. So the first one is, if you think it's more spiritual to ride a bike to work or use public transportation, but then find yourself judging anyone who drives a car, you're in an ego trap. Or if you're judging the ones that are riding the bus and um, you're saying, well, I've come this far because I've done this, that, and the third, or my connection with God, that's an ego trap. If you think it is more spiritual to stop watching television because it rots your brain, but then find yourself judging those who still watch TV, guess what? You're in an ego trap. Or also the things that they watch. Well, because I'm a godly person, because I believe in this, and because I'm strong in my faith, I would never, I would never watch Love and Hip Hop. I don't understand how you watch that. That's an ego trap. Ego trap. If you think it is more spiritual to avoid reading gossip, tabloids, or news magazines, but then find yourself judging those who read those things, guess what? You're in an ego trap. Oh, I don't see how you watch The Shade Room. I don't see how you listen to The Neighborhood Talk. I would never do that. That's an ego trap, love. Because there's nothing wrong with the people who have those chats or look at those chats. You don't know where they are. You don't know their journey. You can't judge them for that. There's plenty of stuff that you can be judged on. If you think it's more spiritual to listen to classical music or soothing nature sounds, but then find yourselves judging those who listen to mainstream or pop music, you're in an ego trap. That is the sentiment of when people think of those that are spiritual, those that are enlightened, you have to listen to gospel music. You have to listen to neo-soul. You have to listen to R&B. You have to listen to just African drums. No, I listen to the City Girls. I listen to Cardi B. I listen to Nicki Minaj. I listen to Queen K. Um, sorry, Queen Key. I listen to all the ratchet music. To Trina. I, I know all of the words to majority of her songs. That does not mean anything about my journey or where I am spiritually. That's an ego trap, love, if you believe that. If your sentence is going to start off... Well, that's not godly. Or it ends up... Well, that's not of a godly person. You're in an ego trap, love. Get out of that. Get out of that. 
If you think it is more spiritual to do yoga, become a vegan, buy organic, buy healing crystals, practice Reiki, meditate, wear hippie thrift clothing, visit ashrams, and read enlightened spiritual books, but then you judge anyone who doesn't do those things, you're in an ego trap. That is you. Not everybody likes yoga. Not everybody can understand meditating. Not everybody understands crystals or gets it. You don't look, you don't judge somebody because they don't know that. And you don't judge somebody that does do that. That's an ego trap. Get out of that. Everybody is their own person. Live your authentic life. Be happy with yourself. When you are worried about others and what others are doing, that's an ego trap. And that's when you need to tell your ego, you need to step to the left. Ego's not going to go anywhere and it's going to hide in these little things. But we have to understand that everybody is different. And I'm not going to force my opinions, my beliefs, because that's when I get trapped in my ego. And when we tell people about themselves that everybody is on their own paths or somebody is different, then that's when we get the notion of, okay, my ego is bruised. But we have to understand that everybody is their own person. We look inward. When you look at yourself because you believe in your heart, this makes you feel happy. This makes you feel whole. The things that you're doing, the lives that you're living, the things that you are saying, the the people that you are coming into contact with make you whole, make you happy, make you feel free. That is your heart voice. That is when you are bearing your soul. That is showing your authentic self. But when we get in our head and say, oh, well, godly people don't do this. Or godly people don't do that. Well, if you were a Christian, you would do this. If you were truly a Christian, you would do that. If you were truly spiritual, you would do this. If you were truly spiritual, you do that. If you were truly what no, that is your ego talking. And we have to get out of that. We have to get out of that. Be always be aware of the feeling of superiority. Self-righteousness is our biggest clue that you are in an ego trap. The ego loves to sneak in the back door. It'll take a a noble idea, like just starting up yoga, and then twist it in to serve its own ends by making you feel superior to others. You will smart to look down on those. You will start, sorry. You will start to look down on those who are not following your righteous spiritual path. That is an ego trap. Do not get trapped in your ego and call it soul. No. That is not what we're here for. So as we wrap up, we got to start getting out of our heads and understanding that we have to live for us. I just said this the other day. I am the happiest I have been. I literally will say my entire life. And not to say that things haven't happened for me to make me happy, but it's because I truly am living for me. How I want to, 
how I want to express it, how I want to feel. I'm living for me. From this point forward, the vision, the person that you see is my authentic self. It's who I really am. Because I was just trapped in my pride. I was trapped in what other people might think. But honestly, I don't care. The only opinion that I care about is God's. And he wants me to live and be the person that he created me to be, which is my authentic self. So I don't care who comes and goes. I don't care who decides not to talk to me. I don't care who is judging me for how I'm living my life. All I know is that's what I'm going to do. Period. And the judgments may come. Okay, cool. The people may say this. Okay, cool. But I am happy. I feel free. I feel awesome. Because I refuse to let ego drive. I told it to get in the passenger seat. Matter of fact, ego in the back seat. And they acting like this or Uber, they're trying to give me directions. No. No. Now I'm in the past. Now I'm in the driver's seat with the windows down, music blasting, and we just driving down the highway. So I hope what you guys learned from this was that we need to put our soul first. And the difference between ego, learning the traps about your ego. I'm basically going to close this out now instead of making it another session. But I just want you guys to understand and fully put your foot forward into getting in that driver's seat and telling Eagle to get into the passenger seat. Be sure to message us, leave a review, tell us what you thought of this episode. Be sure to share it with your friends and we'll catch you next time. Bye.